If you're looking for real estate help, you've come to the right place. The official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tune in for the next hour with my buddy Andrew Duncan on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How's the start to your year going? I know uh, it's, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's more of the same. It's, um, you know, I think everybody thought, hey, you know, 2020 to 2021 was going to be this magical moment. It's kind of more of the same with uh, it just I just think it, it in our whole world. But, uh, yeah, it's been um, years been starting off good. Um, you know, a lot of the same themes from last year continue in the real estate market. Um, a lot of demand, um, very little supply, low inventory. Um, rates have been a little vol- volatile. Um, they've, they've bounced around a little bit because of some of the political unrest and things that have happened around there, but still are at, uh, you know, at or near all-time historic lows. And so it's uh, so far so good and, and looking forward to 2021. Yeah, you know, I was looking forward to January, especially because um, when we look historically at January, we always have a pretty slow listing month in December just because people don't, you know, they're not thinking about putting their homes on the market. They're not wanting people to you know, traipse through their homes during the holidays. They want to, they want to decorate, they want to enjoy their, their holidays. They want to focus on all of that stuff um, and then worry about moving or looking for a new place or selling their place after the holidays. So typically in our market, um, we're always much busier with listings in January as opposed to the end of the year. And I know, I know other markets, especially up North, they don't really get busy with, with new listings until April. But right. ours really, ours really starts about January. I mean, January is usually one of our top three listing months of the year, um, which which is usually a surprise to some people. But um, I was really looking forward to new inventory in January. You know, getting out there, hitting the ground running, and and just you know getting all these new listings so we could we could have a lot of inventory for buyers, and you know the market would start moving a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, about halfway through January now, and um, it's it's still really tight with inventory. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought our our phones would be ringing off the hook to list, and yeah, there it's definitely busier than it has been. But you know, compared to last January, and I don't know if it's just because everything's going on, we're still a little slow with inventory. Um, but it, it, you know, it's picked up. But I'm you know I'm really looking for the inventory to loosen up, and I I hope that it does soon because you know I even looked out there just to get a, a feel of the market in some areas. And it's just like, everything's pending. I don't know how much tighter it's, it's going to yeah, get. Yeah. I was going to say this is anecdotally, but just in the neighborhood that I live in, um, I noticed because I noticed these types of things being in the, the, in the real estate market and the mortgage world that a couple signs pop up. And, you know, so I try and kind of follow them just to see what's going on. And, and literally in both cases, um, they went pending within 48 hours and, you know, maybe that was, you know, online, right? So maybe it was probably even quicker than that, but it took that long to get online. And it's just the properties just, they go on the market and they go off the market, um, as quick as they go on. Yeah. And I, I do think, especially when, um, the market is really tight, um, with inventory, I, I think that it is always a tempting thing to think, oh man, I can just go out there and I can just stick a sign in my yard and, and, you know, have all these calls and get all this done. And I'm going to save all this money. But 
I'm going to tell you that I think that when the market is really tight like this, I actually think that it's it, a lot of times it can be an even harder um, struggle and an even harder thing to overcome to actually get the home sold and to get it closed, especially if it's something that you're trying to do yourself. And I don't mean to uh, to sound like I'm you know using a scare tactic. It's just that I I see how much um, how much work is going into closing a lot of the properties that we have, and it's work from you know putting it on the market, making sure you're vetting the buyers, getting the most money, um, usually with multiple offers, figuring out how you can leverage those offers to get the seller, you know, the most money. Um, but, but that's just the beginning, you know, then it's going through the inspection process with buyers who, you know, because they're paying a premium, they expect that the house to be an absolute premium, Sure. you know, uh, people that are, you know, scrutinizing the appraisal, you know, because the market's at the top, you know, sometimes getting through an appraisal issue, making sure the buyer has the best lender possible, you know, making sure the buyer has all their ducks in the row in order to qualify. Um, because sometimes when the market's hot, it's like everybody clamps down on qualification. And it's just, it's a lot to get the process to closing. And I feel like, you know, when the market's really hot, that's where the work is. It's not actually getting the property um, under contract right away, but it's getting the most money and then getting all those steps all the way to closing, which turn out to be sometimes a really long process. And I know that you guys probably see that um, on your end as well. Yeah, it is. Like it's not everything is going to be perfect with all these different houses. And there is a, a, process that you need to go through and go through all those steps and everything else. So, and, and, you know, with a lot of those come the challenges, et cetera. So, yeah. And I, what I think that, um, I, I think that the biggest struggle right now for buyers is just, um, on the front end, you know, as a buyer, you definitely want to make sure that you're working with, um, a great lender and a really great agent, because I'll tell you that, you know, as somebody who represents mostly sellers and who, you know, oversees kind of what the team is doing on a day-to-day basis, I think that um, sellers are, uh, and, and agents, listing agents, are leaning on their um, past experience to tell them, you know, what lender is able to make make it through the process with a buyer, you know. Yep. Um, we're getting a pre-approval from somebody like, you know, your company, um, some other companies out there, you know, that tells me like, okay, I know that this buyer is actually well qualified. I know that they didn't just, you know, call their friend and get a qualification letter. I know that they're probably vetted more than, you know, somebody who's sending me some, some company that I've never heard of. Um, And I, I know that if there's an issue, the lender either found it on the front end or is going to have a skill to get through, you know, on the back end, if there's stuff that comes up during, you know, the, the review process of the loan. And I think that that's super important. Um, and then I also think it's super important that the buyer finds a great buyer agent to work with, to be able to work them through, you know, uh, how to put together a great offer, how to introduce them to a good lender and really just go from there. Yeah. And I think when, when a market is, is, is robust as we have now, a lot of times people think, Oh, well, it's just going to be easier and, you know, so I, I, I don't, it doesn't matter if who I use 
um, for a lender or an agent or that sort of thing. And, and I think it's actually the opposite of that. When you have a more robust market like this, it's very fast moving. There's a lot of stuff going on. Having someone that has been around, that has experience, that knows what they're doing and is able to help you navigate through um, these competitive times and getting you into the house without having any snafus come up along the way because a small little misstep can you know, maybe jeopardize the house that you're trying to get into. And so it's important to work with somebody that is reputable, that knows what they're doing, has the experience to be able to do it um, so that you can get the outcome that ultimately you're looking for. Yeah, and I think that when it's super competitive, you know, I was on um, Facebook and I'm in some social media groups with real estate agents. I mean, there's agents on there that, you know, oh, you know, the market's hot when I submit an offer for my buyer and I got a response that there was 34 other offers on the property. And I yeah. just think, oh my gosh, that, I mean, how as an agent do you, you know, do you navigate that for your buyer um, and make sure that they're, you know, getting a great property that they just, you know, that they're going to be able to to navigate that and get through and actually secure the property that they want. And that's, again, that's not something that's, I'm not saying that to kind of sales you into using an agent. I'm saying that because that's, that's a lot of offers <laughs> to, right. get, to kind of break through all that noise and get out there. And there are tactics that, you know, especially our agents have learned over the years, because this isn't the first hot market that we've been in. It's definitely, you know, the lowest inventory market. And sometimes there's other types of markets that are also um, really competitive, but this low inventory market is definitely uh, different. But I, I also think that if you work with a great agent, you know, they're able to navigate you through that in order to get you a great property. But I, I will say that when I was a buyer agent, um, even, you know, 10 years ago when the market was really low, um, a lot of the great deals were still getting snatched up, especially by investors and by people who realized how low that the market was. Um, but I used to tell people, you know, there's usually two types of of properties. There's, uh, you know, a great house and there's a great deal. <laughs> and a lot of times it's, you can't get both of those. You know, if you, you have a great house, it's probably not going to be a great deal. Um, it, it, you know, if it's a great deal, maybe eventually it will be a great house, but you got to put a lot of time, energy, effort, and money um, into the property in order to make it a great house. So I think that if you're looking for the house of your dreams, a great, great, great property that you love, it probably at this time isn't going to be a great deal right now. It's probably going to be, you know, a, a good deal for you to be in the house that you love, but it's probably not going to be monetarily like the best deal that there is out there. If you're going to stay five years, six years, I think it's going to be great long term. I think for a buyer, you know, they have to kind of get through that also that they're not going to go out there and find this amazing deal because there's just such low inventory. Yeah, I totally agree. So, and you mentioned interest rates, and you've seen interest rates kind of fluctuate a little bit. I mean, they've kind of gone up and down, because I know that I've, I've heard that, but is that what you've kind of seen as well? Yeah, so over the past week, um, you know, since ever really since the, um, you know, Georgia runoff election, and then we had um, whatever happened at the Capitol building, and I don't want to get into political conversations, because I don't, don't mean to do that, that gets in there, there has been a lot of unrest. And, and the one thing that markets absolutely hate is instability, um, right. and they hate you know uncertainty. And so um, there's, there's been some of that. And so what you've seen is the 10-year 
um, Treasury bill, which is the, the instrument that is most closely tied to mortgage interest rates, um, jump up quite a bit in a very short period of time. And so interest rates had popped up quite a bit. Um, and the media is always about a week behind on how they report it. So um, we were struggling with, with you know, dealing with, you know, rates are going up and all the articles out there are still saying how low they are and they're dropping. So they have been um, gone up. Now, the second half of this week, they did start to stabilize and kind of come back in, um, you know, a little bit. And, you know, overall, they're still, you know, really, really low. Um, they have bounced along the way. We still think the long-term prospects are they're going to stay low and everything else. This isn't like a sound the, uh, the fire alarm and say, oh, my gosh, <laughs> rates are going to be 4 or 5% or anything else like that. Um, but we did have a little bit of instability, and that will happen. That is going to happen over the course of time. It happened even last year um, it, as it would go on. So um, they'll, they'll bounce around a little bit, but the long-term forecast is that, you know, they're still going to stay relatively low, and it's going to be very advantageous to buy a house this year. Well, and if you're a buyer out there and you're you're currently renting a property and you're looking at purchasing a home, we're going to talk to you when we come back after um, some tips that you need um, in order to do that. So we'll be right back after this quick break. Do you need to sell your home fast? Do you want to put the most money in your pocket? Then you need to call my friends at the Duncan Duo at Remax. The Duncan Duo helped me sell our South Tampa home in days and for over 50000 more than I expected. Their list of accomplishments is so long, I can't get to all of it. But they're the number one Remax agents in Florida, the official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and a proud partner of the University of South Florida. With over a billion dollars of real estate sold from Pasco to Tampa, St. Pete, Sarasota, Bradenton, the Duncan Duo can give you ultimate convenience or the most cash, your choice. Compare the Duncan Duo's thousands of five-star reviews to the reviews of some of the Wall Street National Hedge Fund home buyers, and you'll know the Duncan Duo are the team for you. They'll give you an instant cash offer for your home or guarantee it's sold in 29 days or they'll buy it, but they'll also show you the tens of thousands of dollars you might be leaving on the table with a national home buyer. Go to DuncanDuo.com, that's DuncanDuo.com, or call or text 855-970-WFL. Need a good laugh? Then stop everything and check out the funniest new podcast of the year. I'm talking about This Is Important, the podcast featuring the comic geniuses from the hit TV show Workaholics. Here, Adam Devine, Anders Holm, Blake Anderson, and Kyle Newichek probe today's most important topics, like cuisine. Are you eating sushi off of people? Yes. You can't do that right now. <laughs> They're sanitized. This is hard-hitting stuff. This is important. Listen to This Is Important on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 2020 is over. We can all breathe a huge sigh of relief for that. And we can look forward to 2021 because the puzzle game Best Fiends is now better than ever with exciting new levels, challenging new puzzles, and the cutest new characters. No wonder it has over 100 million downloads. Celebrate the new year by playing over 5,000 levels of the best puzzle game out there. Download Best Fiends for free from the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Play Best Fiends. Download free. If you're contacted by the Internal Revenue Service, call W.H. Simon & Company Certified Public Accountants immediately. W.H. Simon & Company is owned and operated by Bill Simon, a former IRS executive who has over 30 years' experience in resolving tax matters with the IRS. W.H. Simon & Company knows the inner workings of the IRS and how to aggressively represent you. When the IRS calls, mails, or shows up at your door, call W.H. Simon & Company Taxation with representation. 
Celebrate the new year with unique services at our 2021 is here offer, where we'll take up to $2,021 off your new heating and cooling system. With outstanding financing options and 24-7 service, unique services is your top choice for comfort. We'll even include a new UV light with installations to the first 20 callers to help with viruses, bacteria, allergens, and more. Call 941-596-28 for details. License numbers CMC 1250555, CFC 1429592, EC 1300-2942. Unique services. You need unique Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider and are only available if the provider determines a prescription is appropriate. Subscription required. See website for full details and important safety information. Hey guys, good news. The expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat ED is super affordable at 4hems.com. And now get your first online doctor's visit free at 4hems.com. That's right. Zero copay, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. That's really good news. To start your free online visit, go to this exclusive address, 4hems.com joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot slash joy. Tampa Bay, if you want to know what's going on in the real estate market, tune in right here on Sundays at 10 a.m. on 970 WFLA for the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. So if you're a buyer out there and you're transitioning from a renter to a homeowner, there's an article this week that talked about the five myths about transitioning to a homeowner that some renters might have. And number one, is that buying a home means heavy debt. So some may argue basically that buying a home creates a lot of debt because all of a sudden you have you know this big debt on your name, on your credit. Um, but typically, you know, buying a home actually, you know, as you're paying that mortgage, it's creating equity in the house. And then the idea is that when you turn around and you sell the home, not only do you have all that equity that you've, you've kind of paid down, but the value of the home has went up as well. So, you know, even if you sell the home at the same price you bought it or, or a little bit more, it's actually almost like you've lived free for that whole time because you're getting a lot of your equity back. So I know that that's, that's a big one out there. Some people get worried about taking on all their debt, but that's number one is you're not actually, you know, putting all this debt on your name. Um, as long as you don't see something like a crazy market crash, which we, you know, that's totally out there, but totally not something that we see, you know, number yeah, two, one, yep, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, Mike. No, oh, I was going to say one of the things when you're taking, you know, when you're taking on debt from a mortgage and, and, and buying a property, um, you know, there, there is such a thing as good debt and bad debt. And, yep. um, you know, this would be one of those things that is going to be, you know, considered good debt, right. That's going to be in there because, over you know the long time you know period of time real estate values have always gone up um you know there have been crashes right and there have been times where you know maybe you had to hold for a long period of time but overall and especially in a market like we are in today where you know everything states that they're going to rise um even though you're taking the debt you're you're taking you also have an asset that is appreciating which is you know so it, it offsets that debt like you had said well, and, and the thing is, even the people, you know, you go back to people, oh, my gosh, there's going to be another crash or, or, oh, there could be another crash like there was in 05, 06, 07. Well, OK, let's pretend that that actually happened. All those people from 05, 06, 07, um, all of those houses now, you know, 15 years later, which, yeah, that's that's a bit of time. But I guarantee you there's some people that just stuck it out, stayed in the houses. They're They're now out of that hole. I mean, they're worth more. Um, if they sold it today, then it would have been even at the height of the market. So, you know, it, sometimes it's a long-term uh, issue, but generally in real estate, in stocks, you know, anything that long, long-term long you should hold it, 
you know, the value does generally historically come back. That's just what happens. So yes, always Number has. Two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least a 20% down payment is needed to buy a house. Gosh, I get this all yes. the time. And I know that you guys get it all the time. And I think you're the best person to explain this one, but 20% down is definitely not needed. Yeah, we do a couple, you know, posts about this or, or classes or videos a year um, to throw this out there. And to us that are in the business, you know, it seems like everybody should know this by now and everything else, but um, a lot of people don't. And, you know, that was the, the old adage that you had to have 20% down and when people are thinking, I'll never be able to save that. And that's just not true anymore. Um, you know, conventional loans, you can get as little as 3% down as a first time home buyer now. Um, FHA loans, you can do as little as three and a half percent down. And USDA and, and veteran loans or VA loans, you can do 100%, um, you know, financing or 0% down. And so there are so many different low down payment options out there. And a lot of the reason in the past, in decades past and years past is they would say that they wanted to put 20% down because there was this, this terrible word that everyone talked about or letters acronym that said PMI, which is private mortgage insurance. And people were so afraid of PMI because it would make your payment go up so much. Well, private mortgage insurance over the past, you know, four or five years has gotten extremely inexpensive. And why has it gotten extremely inexpensive? Because people aren't defaulting. It's, it's insurance that protects the lender. And people aren't defaulting on their homes anymore because we are in a robust market and things are going well. And so when there isn't as many, quote unquote, claims to play, pay, if you think about it like a car insurance, you pay a claim after an accident, there's not private mortgage insurance, there's not claims to pay, the, the premiums come down. And so private mortgage insurance today is extremely inexpensive compared to its historical averages. And so lots of times we talk to people, they'll say they want to put 20% down and we say, okay, you know, obviously whatever they want to do will help them, but we give them different options and they may elect to only put 10% down and still pay the private mortgage insurance because it's so little impact on the monthly payment and keep that extra 10% in their pocket. Absolutely. So if you want to hear the rest of this list, stay tuned for us. News, traffic and weather. Tampa Bay's News Radio, WFLA. 24,000. Florida reaches a new milestone in coronavirus deaths. It reported 205 more fatalities Saturday and more than 1,200 in the last week. The state has had more than a million and a half cases. The feds did not have all the COVID-19 vaccine doses they said they did. That prompted Florida Emergency Management Director Jared Moskowitz to tweet that the effort was an epic fail. Governor DeSantis says the state will do as much as it can with the doses it does get. Florida's home to 4.5 million seniors, and I'm not going to rest until every senior that wants a shot gets a shot. He says that more than 500,000 seniors in Florida have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. And all of the Howard Franklin Bridge across Tampa Bay closes between 8 p.m. Saturday and noon Sunday as FDOT continues work on a construction project. With Florida's News, I'm John McQuiston. WFLA News is brought to you by the Holland Group Retirement Wealth Advisors. From the Florida Central Credit Union Home Loans Traffic Center, we have reports of an accident along I-4 eastbound at Orient Road. Use caution in this area. This report is sponsored by Merle. When questions find you, Merle Edge Self-Directed Investing has personalized tools and insights to help you find answers. Get started at MerleEdge.com slash within reach. Merle Lynch, Pierce, Finner & Smith Incorporated. Registered broker dealer. Member SIPC. Tiana Flipping News Radio, WFLA. 
Cool and mostly cloudy through the rest of the day. Highs near 63, but winds are a lot calmer than yesterday. The clouds stick around tonight. Lows fall to around 52. A weak front will pass through early Monday morning, clearing out those skies for Monday afternoon. Highs near 66. It will be a cold one, though, Monday night and into Tuesday morning with lows in the low 40s. And then we start a gradual warming trend with 70s back in the forecast for the middle and end of the work week. I'm Max Defender 8 meteorologist Amanda Holly. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. It's the year-end sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $300 on top-rated mattress brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $699 mattress purchase. Only during the year-end sale at Mattress Firm. Did your home fail to sell? Hi, this is Angela Duncan. And Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo Remax, and you are not alone. Every day we get frustrated sellers coming to us complaining about bad advice they were given, promises broken, or worse, offers that seem too good to be true wound up costing them a lot of time and money. We take pride in making selling your home easy and profitable for you. First of all, we can and have bought homes and can come to you with checkbook in hand to give you an instant cash offer for your home. However, what most of our sellers love is that we bring the right kind of buyers to them. We spend over a million dollars a year on national and international marketing that attracts so many buyers, we frequently sell homes before they even hit the market and for more money than asking price. We give you the freedom to choose a deadline and price we both agree to, and if your home isn't sold by that date, we'll buy it. We don't have any hidden fees, and when you see our thousands of five-star reviews, you're going to know will be fair. Don't stress over selling your home. Call or text us today at 813-359-8990. And start packing. Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here. But you can do more than wait for your turn. See, you have the power to help slow the spread. Actually, you could be a real difference maker and protect your family and loved ones, too. Here's how. Watch your distance. Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with. And it's risky to be indoors with them, too, no matter how far apart you are. And, of course, avoid crowds. Also, wear a mask. CDC reports that masks protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them from particles that carry the virus. And wash your hands using soap and water for 20 seconds. And do it frequently. Watch your distance, wear a mask, and wash your hands. Simple, effective, and along with vaccines, they're how you can make a big difference. Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The 12th annual Stingray Chevrolet raffle is on. For just $5 a raffle ticket, you get a chance to win a brand new 2021 Corvette Stingray. Every dollar goes to nonprofit unity in the community. Get yours at Stingray Chevrolet or StingrayChevroletRaffle.com. No purchase necessary. Tell your smart device to play WFLA on iHeartRadio. This is News Radio WFLA. Now we're back with the official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the best realtors in Tampa Bay. Andrew Duncan on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corgan from Cross Country Mortgage. For the break, the long break, we were just talking about uh, five myths about transitioning from a renter to a homeowner. And we got through two of those myths. And I think that this is a great list for people, um, especially now at the beginning of the year, maybe your goal this year is to buy a home. Um, if you know, if you're renting, and I think that that's a great goal. I think that it's definitely a way to build um, equity and to build wealth. And, and I think this is a great list. And 
Number three on the list. So, well, to recap, number one was buying a home means heavy debt. Number two, at least a 20% down payment is needed. Both of those are not true. Number three, that's definitely not true, is your credit score needs to be perfect. So having a credit credit score at or above 600, 660, excuse me, looks great to mortgage lenders. But if yours is lagging, there's still hope. And again, this goes back to qualifying for the mortgage um, and definitely uh, 660, 700. I mean, you do not need a, a credit score that is that high. And again, I know that Mike is definitely uh, <laughs> probably has a lot to say about this. Yeah, so that it is absolutely true. Your credit does not need to be perfect in order to buy a home. Um, there are loan programs that are out there um, that do work with scores that, that are lower um, or have some more credit challenges that are out there. Um, historically, FHA will allow for a lower credit score. Um, now, some lenders have come in and put in places that says, oh, you have to have a minimum 620 score to go FHA or 600 or 580. Well, those, that is just a lender overlay. That's not really what FHA says. FHA says um, you can get as little as a 3.5% down payment as long as your score is above 580, uh, 580 or above. And if it's below that, you still can get a loan, but you have to put 10% down. Those are the only hard, fast rules that FHA or HUD comes out with. But we certainly can work with all different credit scores. VA loans, veterans, for example, there is no minimum credit score requirement that goes in there. All things being equal, a higher credit score will provide you more favorable terms over the long run. But just because you may only have a 620 or a 590 or have some challenges along the way does not mean you cannot get a loan. And it does not mean you're going to get the worst terms in the world. It's not like if the going interest rate is three, you're not going to get a 10 or anything else like that. There may, it may be a little bit higher. There may be some additional sort of risk assessments that are put on there. They're called loan level price adjustments because of that. But it's not going to be astronomical where it's going to you know, knock you out of the market or knock you out of being able to purchase a home. And that's why it's so important to talk to and get multiple opinions when you are talking to lenders. Um, because that you, the lender you may be talking to may only be giving you their sort of book of business and saying, hey, this is only what we can do, where in fact another lender may be able to do that loan, maybe is willing to take that, you know, they don't have those overlays put in place, the credit score requirements and put in place and get it done. So someone does tell you no, um, it it's always makes sense to get a second opinion. Well, and I'm I'm even, you know, talking to you, I learned something new every day. So I had no idea that for VA, there was no minimum credit score. Um, you know, I, I know that lenders, again, have their own guidelines that, you know, the government agencies say they don't, you know, the government doesn't have any guidelines, but maybe that the lenders do. But I had no idea that as far as the government guidelines were concerned that VA, you know, had no minimum credit score um, that, you know, that's surprising to me. But I again, you know, this is something that you do every day. You work with a lot of different programs. So that's kind of what I mean is don't even necessarily rely on your agent to tell you what you need. You know, reach out to a mortgage broker, talk to them, talk about their different programs. And then, you know, if they can't help you, the great mortgage brokers will maybe point you in the right direction to somebody who might be able to help you. Or they can talk to you about, you know, maybe you can't buy now, but maybe in six months if we work on these three things or these you know, five things, you know, I know that I can qualify you in six months. And then, you know, you're building that relationship, but then you're also able to work through some of the issues and come out with um, with a game plan and, and a house in the end. And I know that great lenders will be able to do that as well. 
Yeah, that's such a great point. So we, we get people all the time that reach out to us. Being in the business for over 20 years, um, as I have, you get to know a lot of people in the industry and whatnot, and as things change and whatnot. So I've had, I can't tell you, a countless number of people in the last year that will reach out to me and ask, hey, can you do this situation? Or, you know, we, we can only do 620 now FHA. Can you help this client and whatnot? And so while we're, yeah, we're still competitors, we do try and help people out. And um, there's times we can't be everything to everybody, and we'll reach out to people. And so, yeah, it's it's important to talk to somebody that that has experience and that gets things through. I think you made a great point too: is don't rely on necessarily the agent to answer all your mortgage questions. And at that same point, don't rely on your mortgage professional. Don't rely on me to answer all the the agent questions. Um, the right. best people at that they understand. They can answer general questions but they understand their lane, right? And, and there's certain questions I can answer, but I'm gonna refer you back to Robert for most of those questions because he's gonna be able to answer it more effectively than I'm gonna be able to answer it if it has to do with real estate or an inspection or anything else. And, and um, you know, the people that try and be the know-it-alls um, are the ones that ultimately end up probably giving you some bad information. Absolutely, <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. So <laughs> number four, now is a bad time to buy. I, uh, I hate, I almost like I hate I hate the word pet peeve, but when somebody tells me like, oh yeah, you know I'm gonna buy there, I'm gonna buy something, you know when the market goes down, or I don't think this this isn't a good time to buy because the market's so high. I I hate that <laughs> um, because I I swear to you, and I know I've told this story on the show, but I um, have some friends. It, it's actually a friend of a friend, but they um, you know I know them pretty well. They wanted to purchase a home back in you know i would say gosh 2011 and they were just saying oh you know i know that it's going to get cheaper i know that it's going to get cheaper and i know i'm going to find a great deal out there and i swear to you those people are still renting the same apartment that they did in 2011 because they never got that deal you know they the market kept going up kept going up and and now look look what they didn't build anything during that whole time they're still renting and you know, I think the like the article says, the best time to buy um, is when you feel it's good to buy. So, you know, if a buyer stays within their means and has a financial contingency plan in place that if the market adjusts, that they'll be okay, then it's a great time to buy. You know, it's not just about price. It's about interest rates. It's about monthly payments. It's about, you know, what you're comfortable with. But I would tell you, it's always a great time to buy, you know, instead of renting from somebody that's just pocketing, you know, pocketing your monthly payment. I mean, that's something that you could be building for yourself. And, you know, it, it's a great time to buy if you are tired of renting. I'll say that. Yeah, you, you said it very well there. And I and I will tell you, you know, we have a tool that we can we can use for us if you contact us. We, we have, it's called a rent versus buy tool where we can plug in some of the factors and we can show you and 99% of the time, it always makes sense to buy o over the course of time. And one of the th most dangerous things um, anybody can do is try and m time the market perfectly. I don't know how many people that told us, you know, last year in March or in April as the pandemic started, they're like, well, I'm going to wait until the end of summer because there's going to be a <laughs> real estate crash and I'm going to get the same house for 25 grand less. And you know what? They ended if they ended up buying that house, they bought it for twenty grand more because everything <laughs> was more. the opposite. <laughs> right. Everything was opposite of what we thought would happen. So nobody is going to be able to time everything a hundred percent. Nobody is going to be a hundred percent accurate. But you do have to look at the statistics and the data and the things that go out there. 
and everything shows that the prices are going to appreciate over the course of this year um, even more. And so if you, you know, all else being equal with interest rates as low as they are, it, it, there couldn't be a better time to buy. And the fact that interest rates are over a point lower today than they were a year ago, it, it's about a $40,000 um, price appreciate difference in payment, meaning, you know, last year with rates um, a, a point higher, um, it, it would have cost, you would have to buy $40,000 less of a home than you can today. So the low interest rates has made affordability better. And so everyone's saying, oh, it's getting too robust. Prices are going too high. It's actually not accurate because the affordability for that same house, even though it has appreciated, you're, you're paying less money than you were paying a year ago because of the drop in interest rates. Absolutely. Uh, number five, you'll be stuck and can't relocate. I feel like this is a very, um, you know, not to stereotype, but I feel like this is a very millennial <laughs> to say um unless you know you have a job that's relocating a lot but you know you'll be stuck and you can't relocate actually is not true so most of the time even if the market stays stable um you know the article says that if you're you know looking at a property um and you end up staying there for about two to three years you know usually if the market swings a little bit you'll still be able to ride it out but you'll still also be able to again a lot of times in that time, you'll be able to sell and if nothing else, break even. Um, and that's, like I've said before, pretty much like living for free for those two to three years. So, um, you know, you can also, you, there's other options that you have. I mean, you can also turn around and rent out the property and the rental market is still very healthy, very robust right now. Um, and again, if you're renting out the property, you're still building equity in the property by paying it off. Um, by paying your monthly payment. And then it, when you're ready, you can either move back to the property or then you can turn around and sell it. So just because you purchase something, you know, you're purchasing an asset. That doesn't mean that you're stuck being chained to that asset and you can never, there are options out there that, that um, you know, make it so that you're not st stuck in the property and can't do anything else. So um, there's always that as well. But definitely I think that those, those five things are, uh, you know, if you're out there and there's those myths that you have, and I know that there's other ones, but I think that you, um, you know, you can work through them. They're very important to actually, you know, talk about, to ask your agent about, and then to reach out to um, a mortgage broker and talk to them about your individual situation, because I think that those things are pretty common um, misconceptions, but they're definitely not true. So just to wrap up the show, We'll go through a couple other things, and we'll be back right after this quick break. Hello, Tampa Bay. Andrew Duncan here of the Duncan Duo at REMAX, the official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning and proud partners of the University of South Florida. If you're thinking about selling your home to a national hedge fund home buyer that you hear advertised all over radio and TV, listen up. We've spoken to countless customers that have left tens of thousands, and in one instance, over $100,000 on the table by selling homes to some of these national hedge fund home buyers that will take their profits and run them back to New York. Well, the Duncan Duo at Remax has a solution for you. We can give you an immediate cash offer for your home or guarantee it sold in 29 days. 
You can get more information about the Duncan Duo at DuncanDuo.com, where you can get a free home value estimate, apply for one of our programs, and see the thousands of five-star reviews that have helped us sell over a billion dollars worth of real estate. That's a billion with a B. Again, DuncanDuo.com, or call or text us today at 813-359-8990. That's 813-359-8990. Live the glory of the NFL at the Super Bowl Experience, presented by Lowe's. Celebrate the culmination of an NFL season unlike any other by taking your photo with the Vince Lombardi Trophy, testing your skills in interactive NFL games, listening to live music, picking up new gear at the NFL shop, presented by Visa, and more. Free to enter. Visit SuperBowl.com for all the information you need to know for entry and event safety protocols. Opens January 29th at Julian B. Lane Riverfront Park and multiple parks along the 2.7-mile-long Tampa River walk. I'm Dr. Rebecca Cohen, Medical Director of Greenbrook TMS, Tampa, Florida. We specialize in the toughest cases of depression and OCD. When medication and talk therapy haven't resolved your symptoms, TMS therapy may be able to help. Greenbrook TMS provides patients a safe and effective treatment for depression, covered by most insurance. Schedule a no-cost consultation with the nation's leading TMS therapy provider at GreenbrookTMS.com. Greenbrook TMS, we are here to help. Research Raccoon can answer any question about your business for less than you'd think. From a new product to a small tweak on a proven winner, Research Raccoon gives you U.S.-based data you can put to use that day. Plus, it's affordable enough for small businesses. So stop wondering if your business is on the right track and know for sure with data to back it by using Research Raccoon. Visit ResearchRaccoon.com to learn more and discover which plan is best for you. Research Raccoon. Any question, anytime. Grainberry, Grainberry, healthy cereal for your family. Mommy, I want this cereal. No way. Let's get this kind, Mom. Hmm, I think we should get... Something with more antioxidants and less sugar? <laughs> Excuse me? Sorry, I was just hanging out in the cereal aisle and couldn't help it over here. I think it's time to switch out these cereals with Grainberry cereals with amazing onyx sorghum. What makes onyx sorghum so amazing? Onyx sorghum is an ancient grain, rich in natural fiber for sugar control and powerful antioxidants to protect your body against free radicals. Wow. Yeah, and get this. Grainberry has more antioxidants than any other cereal, fruit, or vegetable. Even an apple, broccoli, bananas? Yep, and it tastes super yummy. I'm talking lots of flavor. I like flavor. Me too. Try Grainberry Honey Nut Toasted Oats, Multi-Brand Flakes, and Cinnamon Frosted Shredded Wheat, all with amazing onyx sorghum. And a special shout-out to Winn-Dixie for carrying Grainberry cereals. Grainberry, Grainberry. Thursday night, it's the biggest night of the year for podcast fans. Our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. These are really some of the best and brightest and smartest and most compelling minds in the country. Celebrate the podcasts we've leaned on for laughs, headlines, stories to get our adrenaline pumping, and voices to comfort us. This is a huge honor. We did it! Thank you to my listeners, because without them, this wouldn't happen. Don't miss our 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Watch on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook, and listen on our iHeartRadio app Thursday at 9 p.m. Hey, back with Andrew hosting the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show on 970 AM WFLA. The real estate expert in Tampa, Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo, 10 AM on 970 WFLA. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show for our final segment. Thanks for joining us this Sunday. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Mike Corrigan from Cross Country Mortgage. So, Mike, we're only two weeks into this year. Stuff's already 
been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of changes coming up this week. What do you think um, may be the biggest driver to a change in the housing market this year, whether positive, negative? Um, you know, what do you see for the housing market? I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but what do you think is going to be the biggest driver of change? What do you think could change the market, um, you know, this year, if you had a crystal ball, even though that nobody has a crystal ball? <laughs> right. Yeah. So gr great question. Um, and I'll answer it by, by kind of not answering it. My answer would be uh, uh, is that very for, political of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But for, for, you know, the biggest thing that can make changes in there is for, the something unexpected to happen um, and something um, that would cause, you know, geopolitical unrest um, that could cause some issues within our, you know, within our country, whether or whether it was foreign or domestic, that, that could happen. That could always change the marketplace that goes off there. If we were to enter into some sort of conflict or war or things like that, that always can come into there. Any major surprises with um, the economy um, can affect it. Um, that goes in there. Although, you know, the economy had GDP over the year and worldwide because of the pandemic last year, you know, dropped by like 4.2%, where it was estimated to grow 2.1%. So we only kind of can go up from here um, that, that would be there. But probably the biggest risk of something changing in the marketplace is, you know, we now have the vaccine and it's starting to be deployed and it's starting to get into people's arms and it's going to go on there. If something were to happen with that, the vaccine and the rollout of it, that it would take so much longer or it wasn't as effective or there was a new strain of the virus, something along those facts. And I'm not predicting any of that. And God forbid any of that happens. Hopefully we, you know, we've had multiple vaccines on the market and we can get to this herd immunity and everybody get back to the most normal uh, pre-pandemic as can be. But if something were to happen along those lines that were drastic, I think you could see changes into the marketplace. Um, that all being said, I don't really see a whole lot of that happening. Um, <laughs> Mike, you, know, you I, went really dark with that really quick. <laughs> I, yeah, it's but but I don't see I don't see anything happening. I, I I don't. I mean, we could be completely wrong, right? If if you played back a show from a year ago today, we would, certainly wouldn't have talked about a coronavirus. We wouldn't have known what that is and and anything else. So things can happen. But um, I, I don't anticipate, but but you never know. And good news is we'll always be here to update you along the way. I would tell you that, I, and I'll take the positive road because that got really dark, but I'm, I'm <laughs> but I would tell you that I think that um, to turn a negative into a positive is that I think that if there was tax policies put in place that kind of changed um, real estate a little bit, whether it's, you know, taxing on the income that you make from a sale or, or changed how that is kind of looked at from a tax perspective, I think that it could actually put more inventory onto the market. And I think that um, in the long term, I, I obviously, my gosh, I don't, I don't want that from a tax perspective, but I think long term um, or even short term, I think it could help our market in Florida specifically just because we have such an inventory problem. And I actually think a little more inventory would actually be healthy for the market and be good because it would actually cause people to sell. You know, they'd actually look to purchase something because there'd actually be homes out there for them to purchase that they actually like. Uh, I think that it could get the market moving a little bit. So I think that um, to turn a negative of, of a tax thing into a positive, I actually think that that could 
um, help the market in a positive way, at least over the next year. So I think that that's a change that we could see happen. Do I expect it? Definitely not in the first year. But I think that if you were to attempt to be positive um, with a negative, I think that that could could change some things. But I think we're probably going to be coasting the same way that we've been coasting. I think the market's going to be really tight. I think that um, builders really just can't build fast enough. I think that homes are very, very desired. I think it's part of you know what's going on just economically. Um, it's kind of you know, in the culture right now that housing is really hot, that people want housing, that people want to own their own space, that people want to change what they have. Um, I think that trade uh, people are really expensive right now because there's a lot of business. I think that construction is really expensive. I, I just think that housing is probably going to be coasting the same way that it has over the past year and even before that, the past couple of years. And I think we're probably, unless we're, unless I'm completely wrong, because um, I don't have a crystal ball. I think we'll probably um, be having the same conversation about low inventory for many, many, many months to come. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. But I think I, I can't see a change in that. I think even if we dumped a ton of homes on the market, um, even if we dumped triple or quadruple the amount that are even on the market right now, we'd still be in a balanced market. And that would be a lot of homes in a short amount of time to come on the market. So I think that's probably where we'll be. So thanks for joining us this week on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. We appreciate you joining us every week. You can reach us on our socials, the Duncan Duo team. Uh, you can call us, 813-359-8990. That's our office number. You can go to our website, duncanduo.com. You can reach out to us there. You can email us. You can get in touch with us however you want. Mike, how do they reach you? Yeah, you can always reach me directly at 813-377-2743. Again, it's 813-377-2743. Or you can go to crosscountrytampa.com, crosscountrytampa.com, um, get a lot of your questions, apply online, um, and reach out to us uh, and our team that way. Awesome. Thanks for joining us this Sunday, Tampa Bay. We'll see you next week.